Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So if you go to the uh, Chictawaga Police Department Facebook page, you'll see a post. And I'm going to read the post because if you're driving, uh, that would be ill-advised to go to Facebook right now. Here's what the Chictawaga PD wrote. Do you recognize Jay? The selfishness. Not selfish, but the selflessness that people showed to help others during the storm is what Western New York is really made of. A key holder of the Pine Hill School received an alarm on Friday evening of a, gra- a glass break. Unfortunately, because of deteriorating weather conditions, we were unable to respond immediately to the alarm. Once we could send an officer to check the building, they found one of the windows had been broken out. The officer made entry and checked the school, but nothing seemed out of place. They thought that maybe the damage was caused from the hurricane winds till they saw a handwritten note left on the table. The note started with an apology for causing damage to the window and having to borrow the snowblower to rescue others that had run out of gas and were trapped in their cars. The note was signed, Merry Christmas, Jay. We watched the video surveillance and witnessed people taking care of people. There was a freezer full of food, but no one touched it. They only ate what was necessary to stay alive. They used the gym for the kids to play and pulled the smart boards out of the classrooms to watch the news for updates. They had two dogs they were also attending to. When they were finally able to leave safely, you never would have known anyone was there. They plugged the smart boards back in, cleaned up all the tables and things that they'd used. This group of amazing people took care of each other and the building they found shelter in. Neither Erie One Boses or Chictawaga Central Administration want any charges filed. We want to identify Jay and have him recognized for his going above and beyond actions that saved lives. Please help us identify Jay. Jay's note reads, to whomever it may concern, I'm terribly sorry about breaking the school window and for breaking in the kitchen. Got stuck at 8 p.m. Friday and slept in my truck with two strangers, just trying not to die. There were seven elderly people also stuck and out of fuel. I had to do it to save everyone and get them shelter and food and a bathroom. Merry Christmas, Jay. Well, Jay has been identified. His name is uh, Jay Withy, and he's with us right now on News Radio 930 WBEN. Jay, that's a pretty amazing story. Thank you very much, Tom. I appreciate it. I had to do it to stay alive. 
you had to do it to stay alive. Uh, tell us the whole thought press, uh, process. Tell us about your story on Friday. Obviously, we got the condensed version, but if you could expand upon what we know based on the post and your note. Uh, well, all started Friday. Uh, about 6 o'clock, I got a phone call to help a friend who was stuck over off of Pine Ridge um, in his truck with a dog and his girlfriend. And uh, I thought I could make it out to him, so I made it close. Um, I got stuck a few times, had to shovel my way out. Um, I got covered. The snow was coming down um, so furious that uh, it coated me in uh, nothing but ice. Um, so it all froze. By the time I got back in my truck and got moving, um, all the ice had melted, I thawed out, and my clothes were soaked. So I, when I got stuck the last time over there on uh, East Elephant over by Pine Ridge, right by the school, uh, I was nervous. I was almost out of fuel. It was me and the stranger, Mike, that I picked up um, on my way down there. He, he was walking with just sneakers on, and he had a seven-mile walk. Uh, so I got him in my truck. We got stuck over on East Elvin over by Pine Ridge, and there was just no getting out. I was only on about a quarter tank of fuel, and I was hoping it was going to make me through the night. About 8... 30, 9 o'clock, I started getting really worried because the snow piled up against my truck, and I was worried about running out of fuel. And you hear stories about people freezing to death in their cars, and it was just it was a scary moment. So I decided to leave Mike in the truck, and I was going to go walk to the houses down East Delvin uh, to see if I can find shelter. I went to about 10, 11 houses, any house that I saw that had a light on, and I knocked on their door. And uh, this is nothing against the people that, you know, that live over there. Obviously, it's it's a scary time for everyone, but I had $500 in my wallet, and I offered every house that I could knock on the door $500 if I could sleep on their floor. Uh, unfortunately, everyone turned me down, which I, I understand. Yeah, I'm a stranger. They don't know me. Um, it just shows up what the, what the world's come to, you know, where you can't trust anyone. Uh, but I offered them five, everyone $500 to sleep on their floor. Uh, unfortunately, I got turned down by every one of them. Uh, at this point, from being soaked and walking about a quarter mile, uh, my vision just it, it gave up on me. My eyes started going black. Um, my legs started to cramp up real bad. I couldn't breathe very well. And I ended up getting lost because the winds were blowing so bad. Uh, you couldn't see a foot in front of your face. So I get back to my truck after, you know, Fearing for my life is the only time I've, in my life I actually thought I was going to die. Uh, so I find my truck. I get back in there. I'm calling my parents. They're they're very worried. Uh, they don't want me to leave the truck again. So about about 11 o'clock, uh, I get a, a knock on the it's an elderly lady named Mary. Uh, she's you know she's scared for her life. She's freezing, and said that she had run out of fuel. Also, asked if she. In. So, of course, I said yes. So Mike got in the back. I had Mary get in the front seat with me. Uh, and we just took turns, you know, taking a nap, turning the truck on and off, trying to save fuel. Well, about 5, 36 o'clock, I'm out of fuel. I've been on the gaslight for about a half an hour. And uh, this is 530. This is 530 or 6, uh, 6 o'clock on what day? This is Saturday. Okay. And this is a.m. or p.m.? A.M. Okay. Uh, we slept the night uh, in my truck from Friday to Saturday. Uh, so Saturday about 
five thirty, six o'clock. I've been on the gaslight for about a half an hour now. Um, I called the police. The police obviously had a lot, um, a lot on their plate. So we ended up going to Mary's van because I told Mary that I'm out of fuel. That's it. How much, how much gas do you have left in your van? And she said, I think I have about an eighth of a tank. I said, well, that's more than we have. So we have to take the trip to your van. So we took the trip to her van and she was uh, very worried about, um, you know, getting help coming, going to the bathroom, you know, getting food, getting water. She's, she had been stuck since four o'clock Friday uh, with no help, no, no, she was all by herself. So I figured we had to do something. Um, off to my left, I could see there was a school about six, 700 feet away from us. And uh, I know the power would be on. I know there'd be heat in there. And I was guaranteeing there'd be food in there. So I told Mary, I said, oh, I'm going to, I said, I have to do something. There's other people stuck around here. I know there is. Um, I can, we can't be the only ones stuck. So I told her I'm going to break into the school. And she at first was hesitant on it. And the, like I told her, I said, there's, you know, there's nothing much we can do at this moment. We got I have to do something. So I went to back to my truck. I had a set of brake pads on the front seat of my truck and I grabbed a brake pad and I went around and, uh, I told all other people, I went to other cars and I, the immediate cars that were stuck around us and I let them know, uh, a man named Antonio said he was going to walk with me to the school. Uh, cause I told him I was going to break in. So we went over there and I took the brake pad and I just kept smashing on the window till I got to break. And, um, just everything, you know, fell together. It was, it was really God's will. Um, I broke the window, got inside. I opened the doors, alarms going off. Um, I went, I got Mary, I got Mike. And then, uh, it was just a mission from there just to go back and forth, back and forth to school. Um, I got a lot of, uh, you know, older, older folks, you know, they were, they were stuck. So I got as many people as I could, but I was walking back and forth, back and forth. Um, so after I got the immediate cars I could see in the school, uh, I figured, you know, there would be water and stuff like that. The cafeteria doors were locked, but there was a roll up metal door. So I, um, lifted up on the roll up metal door. I could only get it to open an inch. So I snapped the table leg off and I can shove it in there. And after I got that inch, I took the table and I shoved it in there and I was able to pry and open up that door and then dive underneath there and get in and open up the, um, the kitchen. Wow. So I grabbed as much as I could. There was, um, there was cereal. I, I blocked the, the kitchen door so it wouldn't lock again. Uh, I, I grabbed, there was juices, cereal, there was apples, water. I put that on the table for them. And I, you know, I grabbed a bottle of water and I just kept, making trips and Tom, I walked till I cried. I walked up and down East Elvin as far as I could. I walked everywhere to every abandoned car I could find, just pulling people in, getting them in the school, telling them that the, the school's open. Um, at that point, uh, the, the alarm was going off. Everyone was safe, but the alarm was pretty annoying. So uh, I was able to find the keypad. Um, I was able to, you know, just, just, thinking myself if i if i was to have the code for a keypad um i would probably write it down somewhere so i'm looking i'm looking well 
like I said, God's will, I found the keypad combination, punched it in, shut the alarm off. Um, and I, just all that night just kept getting more and more people in the school. These um, are people that you personally risked your life to get from stranded cars in the teeth of the blizzard. Yes, sir. And the walking, you talked about being out of breath before. You talked about wet clothes before. Uh, the walking was virtually impossible in many areas. How, where did the snow come up to on your legs? Uh, just uh, just below my waist. It was, it was at least four foot. Oh, my goodness. And, there, and, and you are going, uh, that was not an easy walk. I made it in my own driveway. I did 50 feet and thought I was going to die, but keep going. Yeah, I like I said, I walked till I cried. I walked till I couldn't walk anymore. Um, and then, of course, you have to walk back. After, uh, you know, but just just the coldness alone, uh, trying to breathe with such thin air is hard. Um, I was able to uh, actually had the only the only hat I had I found in my truck was uh, my work hat, and uh, I worked for a company called Millennium Construction. They have a, a nice beanie that they gave me, and I was able to cut the bean the inside of the beanie. Um, Mary, she works at ECMC. She had a pair of scissors. I was able to cut the inside of my, my beanie to make it a full face mask because the wind would just sting your face so bad and cut two eye holes. I made it a full face mask. So that helped in being able to walk to, uh, you know, the, the extents I was walking, um, you know, being able to breathe a little better was very important. Um, and just being able to, to handle the, the blowing snow. Uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's it's not difficult at all to get turned around with snow like that, and it happened to me. It's just just a scary thing. This is uh, this is pretty amazing. Jay Withy is with us on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. Jay, the total number of people that you were able to pull from stranded cars who probably would have died if not for you, and you brought them into the school. How many? Uh, we totaled 24. 20, 24 people. That that you saved 24 people directly. What is that like? It's very very humbling. Um, like I said, I've I've never been much of a of a, you know the type of person that everything happens for a reason. But uh, and definitely a believer now. Uh, like I said, if I would have got if. Any one of those people would have let me come in their house for the five hundred dollars and and be able to to stay in their house. I would have never been put in the situation I was put in to you know to help those people. So I I do believe that everything does happen for a reason. Um, and and, and it's no shame on the people that said no. I understand. I actually ended up um, meeting one of the guys, the, the very last guy that I asked if I could stay at his house. I I can tell that it it hurt him to tell me no. Uh, he told me he had a wife and kids. And they told me, oh, man, I can't do that. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Um, I ended up seeing him the next day. And he cried and he cried and he cried to me. And he said he was worried all night and he cried as soon as I left. And, and uh, you know, he said as soon as I left his front porch, he knew I was a good person. But he, he said he was calling out, but the wind was so bad you couldn't hear anything. Um, but I ended up meeting up with him the next day. He was walking. And he said he was coming to look for me to, to see if he could to find me. Hmm. Um, at, at that point, I was I was out and I was looking for more people to get in the school. And uh, as I was actually able to use the the school had a, a monster of a snowblower. It was a fully in, enclosed cab snowblower. And I was out in the street uh, Saturday 
trying to, you know, get ahead get ahead of everything to um, clear out everyone's cars because I wasn't going to leave anyone stuck there. So everyone who was in the school, I was trying to get their cars out, you know, on Barry. But then the wind started picking back up, and they had another blizzard warning um, about 5 o'clock Saturday. So the wind started picking up, but I got a good jump on clearing out the snow against everyone's cars. But I ended up seeing this man, and, uh, you know, I, anyway, anyone I saw that was walking by said, hey, you know, do you have a place to go? Do you have a place to stay? And he said, hey, you were on my front porch last night. He came over, and he started bawling, crying, you know, telling me how sorry he was. And and uh, I told him the story and everything. So it's all just, you know, it's like I said, I, I do believe everything happens for a reason, and it was just a miracle. This is uh, this is one of the most amazing stories I've heard, um, in particular with the blizzard of 22. This man, Jay Withy, was able to save 24 lives between, well, Saturday morning and what what is the last time that you were able to, in addition to sharing your truck and sharing Mary's van with one another, um, the last person you were able to rescue, what time would that have been? Um. I believe the last person to come in was actually Christmas morning. Uh, so not only not only was the storm bad, but everyone uh, lost power in the immediate neighborhood. They had no heat. Um, we had some that said that the, their generators weren't working, and um, it was it was just a, like I said, very, just a super very humbling thing. I, I I just can't explain it any other way. Um, someone was looking out for me, and. Uh, I'm just glad they were. I mean, to have found shelter. I mean, the fact that nobody would let you come in is what enabled you to ultimately save all those people because you were able to get into the Pine Hill School. Um, at what point did the police arrive? Uh, so the police never arrived while I was there. I stayed till uh, Christmas Day at 8, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, because I woke up Saturday, I woke up Sunday morning, and I wanted to get the the weather had stopped. Uh, it was still very cold, but um, you could just look outside and see, you know, the carnage of you know all this, all the snow on the people's cars and everything. So I wanted to to clear everyone's car out. So I was able to take that school snowblower and clear out around everyone's car. Um, actually, had a, a childhood friend who uh, I had some of this going on my Snapchat stories. You know, just you know what was going on, and a childhood friend of mine, Nate Abston, he uh, we not we're not very close, you know, but, uh, but close enough that he showed up out of the blue, and uh, was laying under cars with me, chaining them up. We were pulling people out, and he was making sure everyone was okay. So uh, a big shout out to Nate. Um, and I wasn't gonna leave until I had everyone's vehicle that was in the school. I knew that they were gonna be okay. So I snowblowed the school's parking lot, and. Uh, one at a time, we we pulled everyone's cars out. I took everyone's keys from them while they stayed in the school. We pulled everyone's cars out, parked them in the parking lot. That way, when their power did come on, or they were able, the snows were, uh, the streets were plowed enough that they would be able to to make a home safe. Uh, Jay, so, uh, can you can you stick around with us because this is just such an amazing story, and for a guy who doesn't do radio for a living, you are amazing at telling us. Can you hang out with us? Absolutely. 
Jay Withy is with us. If you want to know why we're talking with Jay, you can go to the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page, uh, and you'll see a repost of a post from the Chictawaga PD. They were trying to identify Jay, not to prosecute him, not to give him hell for breaking into the school, but to thank him and recognize the work that he did. Uh, there was no malicious intent whatsoever involved in this. They only took what they needed to eat, uh, to survive, and uh, this is amazing. The man on the other end of the phone saved 24 souls. And walking through the snow over and over, almost up to his waist, I don't need to tell you how tough that was if you did it. And I did it, and I wouldn't have been able to do it. I'll tell you, not at this point. Uh, but stay with us. Jay Withy will uh, continue the story on News Radio 930 WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So if you go to the Chictawaga Police Department Facebook page or the share that I did in the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page, you're going to see a photograph of a note, a man on surveillance, people on surveillance. And uh, here's the text from the Chictawaga PD. Do you recognize Jay? 
The selflessness that people showed to help others during the storm is what Western New York is really made of. A key holder of the Pine Hill School received an alarm on Friday evening of glass break. Unfortunately, due to the deteriorating weather conditions, we were unable to respond immediately to the alarm. Once we could send an officer to check the building, they found one of the windows had been broken out. The officer made entry and checked the school, but nothing seemed out of place. They thought that maybe the damage was caused from the hurricane wind till they saw a hand written note left on a table that note stated well it started with an apology for causing damage to the window and having to borrow the snowblower to rescue others that had run out of gas and were trapped in their cars the note was signed merry christmas jay we watched the video surveillance and witnessed people taking care of people. There was a freezer full of food, but no one touched it. They only ate what was necessary to stay alive. They used the gym for the kids to play, pulled the smart boards out of the classrooms to watch the news for updates. They had two dogs they were also attending to. When they were finally able to leave safely, you never would have known anyone was there. They plugged the smart boards back in, cleaned up all the tables, and things that they'd used. This group of amazing people took care of each other and the building they found shelter in. Neither Erie One BOCES or Chictawaga Central Administration want any charges filed. We want to identify Jay and have him recognized for his going above and beyond actions that saved lives. Please help us identify Jay. Well, Jay Withy is his name. And the note that he left, I will read it in full. This is what greeted Chictawaga PD when they arrived. To whomever it may concern, I'm terribly sorry about breaking the school window and for breaking into the kitchen. Got stuck at 8 p.m. Friday and slept in my truck with two strangers just trying not to die. There were seven elderly people also stuck and out of fuel. I had to do it to save everyone and get them to shelter and food and a bathroom. Merry Christmas, Jay. Um... <laughs> Just an amazing story. Jay, one thing you keep on saying is that things um, things came together for you. And I'm thinking about the fact that you work in construction. You knew how to open that door to get people food. You had a hunch that the alarm code was written down somewhere so you could uh, deactivate the alarm that was driving everybody absolutely crazy. You knew how to operate the snowmobile. You had the beanie from the con uh, construction company for which you work, which you turned into a face shield. Uh, you are, you are a, a king of survival and quick-wittedness, Jay. I mean, you saved 24 people, sir. Yeah, it just uh, it all came together. I'm actually a mechanic by trade. Um, just it just the uh, the will to figure things out just came to me. Like I said, that just I couldn't ask for it to happen any better. Everything just fell together, and um, you know, in the pursuit to help as many people as I can. And obviously, you've got to be in really good shape to walk through waist-deep snow as many times as you did. And how did you deal with the senior citizens who, in addition to having a hard time walking through waist-deep snow, it was hard to breathe? Well, it was hard to breathe. I'm nowhere close to in shape, but uh, I just I just kept taking people hand in hand, and, and you know, if they couldn't walk, um, there was a... You know, for instance, there was a lady, we called her mom. Uh, her name was Addie Johnson, and nicest woman you could ever meet. She uh, she has trouble walking, uh, just like Mary did, and just hand in hand, just 
you know, facing them and, and trying to wade through the snow, just make sure that, that they have their balance and not falling and, you know, just uh, patience, taking your time. You can't, you can't walk very fast with someone like that. So just, uh, you just got to be careful for people. Um, tell us about some of the other people you saved and with whom you spent uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Uh, well, there was uh, Rob and Bree. Uh, they were they're both COs. Uh, they were they were stuck in the Jeep. Uh, Rob was um, actually giving Bree a ride home from work early so she could be with her family for Christmas when they got stuck. And uh, you know they they were in the immediate area, um, no, not too far from the school, but close enough. That I got them out of there. Uh, they were able to get out of their car. I told them that there was a, uh, you know, that I got the school open and everything and told them how, and uh, they were more than happy to come in. There was another one. Uh, I didn't have to pull him out of the car. His name was Kyle. He was walking, and uh, you could tell he was just having a heck of a time, uh, you know, trying to get through the snow and, and have, you know, catch his breath. And Kyle seemed to be like he was in shape. But uh, I told him, I said, you know, come into school, and he had on his phone a list of warming uh, warming stations that you can go to. And he said, well, that one's not on the list. That one's not open. I said, it, right, it's not, but I said I opened it yesterday. I got 20. At the, at the time, I had 18, I think, in there. I said, I have 18 people in there at the moment. And he said, oh, really? You know, thank you so much. And he ended up uh, he ended up spending the night with us into Christmas and, uh, and not trying to make it the rest of uh, his travels. You know, you, you were talking about uh, using the snowblower, and uh, when we're coming up to the end of the last half hour, you were talking about snowblowing the parking lot of the school. You want to continue from the uh, from there and the point you were going to lead up to? Sure. So uh, in the janitor's garage, there was a, a, a nice John Deere snowblower, all-wheel drive, uh, two-stage uh, two snowblower, and that thing was just a beast. Um, I was able to get that fired up, and there was a cabinet full of gas, um, thankfully. So I was able to fill that up and was able to, uh, get it to start. Uh, you know, I don't say much more than that. I was able to get it to start. Like I said, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a mechanic. Uh, I snowboard out of the garage, I snowboard down the sidewalk to the parking lot. I was snowboarding the parking lot and I was able to get everyone's vehicle snowboard out. And then, uh, I was able to borrow a chain from a neighbor, um, and to be able to hook up their vehicles and, and pull them all out. And like I said, uh, my childhood friend, Nate Abston, he showed up and he was, he was just a help that, you know, you just couldn't ask for any, any, any more help. And he was laying under cars and trucks with me and he helped me hook them up and help him shovel. And, you know, just anything that had to be done, he was there helping, um, along with you know, a couple of the able-bodied people that were in the school. Um, Antonio was helping, you know, just, we were just all on a mission. Um, we got everyone's car dug out, and like I said, I got everyone's keys from them. So we were able to pull everyone's vehicle out, park it all in the same spot. So when plows did come through, and just, just so the plows actually could come through, um, and it goes further than, than the people in the school. There were people walking to their vehicles, and we were just getting them out. Um, there was this guy, Vic, that uh, his car was abandoned he abandoned it but it was it was in the immediate vicinity of the school we were able to get him out there was multiple people up and down uh east elvin that we were able to get out 
Um, just, you know, just an incredible amount of help that uh, everyone just came together. Um, you know, if one, if one person's going to do something, they, they, everyone was just on board to help. That, that is, just, that's terrific. The, the dogs, the dogs, how, how difficult was it getting the dogs from the stranded cars into the school? Uh, well, the one uh, was a, is a smaller, like a lap dog, um, but they were, it's like they knew, they, they had no problems with each other. There was a, uh, there was a German shepherd that we had that came from Lady Lori. She lived across, uh, across the street from the school down a little ways. Uh, she had lost power and uh, she had no heat or anything like that. So we were able to get the dogs in the school. The other one um, was actually Addie Johnson's dog. Uh, it was her son, Demario. It was uh, his dog, and that was that was easy enough. While I had Addie's hand um, helping her in school, Demario, her son, had the dog and, and her bag and stuff like that and was able to, uh, you know, wade himself through the snow. Now, Addie is the one you called mom? Addie's mom, yep. Addie's <laughs> I I, I this a, I love this story. She was the mom of the whole the whole situation. She was just uh, you know if you were going to protect someone in that school that was that was her. So the uh, the 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 food situation. Um, how did you not go into the freezer and take any, or did you go into the freezer and only take what you needed as far as uh, you know perhaps some protein, some chicken, some beef, whatever. That was it. Yep, just you know, grabbed. Uh, you know, in a situation like that, you just can't be uh, wasteful. You can't be, you know, selfish at all. And you, you know, definitely just don't want to be destructive. I mean, you found you found something that's helping you out. You just want to give it uh, as much respect as possible. So, and uh, everyone was pretty much on board with that. Uh, any any dishes we used got cleaned. <laughs> um, you know, anything that we that we pulled out, we made. I made sure. You know, all of us are pretty much on the same page. You know, you want to leave it better than you found it, and that's how everything should be. But um, we're just so grateful that we were able to get in the school and use what we what we had to. Um, we weren't going to overuse anything, any of the food. Um, you know, I'm sure if it was needed, we would have used it. But there's there's no point in uh, in cooking a whole feast and you know not being able to eat anything. So, Jay, what what did Christmas mean to you before this, and what does Christmas mean to you now? Oh man, it just has a has a totally different meaning now. Um, you know, Christmas is all about you know being grateful and family, and you know, obviously the religious side. But um, man, it's just a just a whole different outlook on Christmas. I mean, you don't have to be family. I had honestly one of the most memorable Christmases in my life, and um, none of them were family. You no, know, they are now, but none of them were family. Uh, it it just it just brings a whole different meaning. I think everyone has, especially not just in my situation, but because of the storm and everything, not being able to celebrate Christmas on Christmas. It's just, it, it was honestly a Christmas miracle that we were all be able to, to be together and things fell into place the way they were. And I just think it was part of a bigger plan. Um, indeed, indeed. Uh, Jay Withy is with us. So now, Jay, you stayed at the Pine Hill School until after everybody else had been sent on their way, and hopefully they arrived home without further incident after you got their cars out of the snow, which, by the way, allowed the road to be plowed. Um, and the decision to, to leave Pine Hill School at uh, 8 o'clock at night, what was your, what was the uh, turning point for you where you said, okay, I can leave now? 
Well, uh, so I wasn't the last one in the school. I was one of the last. Um, but I, there were still some people in the area. I didn't plan on locking the school up or being able to, you know, uh, even though we broke, even though I broke the window, I didn't, um, you know, no one wanted any damage to go to school. So we took some cardboard, we took a couple tables and some duct tape, and we put it over the window and, you know, kept most of the snow out as much as it, um, as much as it could keep out. Um, so then Christmas, at, uh, after I pulled everyone's cars out, and my family wanted me home, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't going to lock the school back up. I wanted anyone uh, who needed help to be able to go to that school, and uh, you know, whether it was warmth or, or food or just a place for the family and kids to go where they're not cold or if they did run out of gas in their generator, for them to go. How much, and, how uh, much sleep did you get? Uh, the first night in the truck, not so much. The second, um, the second night, I got a decent amount. I slept. Uh, I was able to. That's another another part of the story. So, all the classrooms are locked. So I, I was thinking, man, it'd be nice to find the master key. So, I end up finding the master key to all the all the rooms. Um, so I was able to get in the nurse's office, which was a, which was a godsend because she had uh, he or she, I don't know. Uh, had blankets and water and you know a couple um like nature valley bars you know so i was able to grab a couple of those and you know put them on the table that way uh, everyone wasn't just eating apple juice and you know you drinking apple juice and eating apples and cereal and uh yeah just was able to get all the, the gym opened up which you know gave me all like the the mats to sleep on so the set the the night that i slept there was uh wasn't too bad. I actually got a decent amount of sleep. Just uh just know everyone was okay. I left the front door open um, in case anyone that passed by uh, hopefully would see that the light was on over the door. Can see that it was open. Um, and we ended up getting one person, which was that Kyle. Um, at at before I went to bed that night, he was able to come in. So that's incredible. So uh, tell us about the note. The note so the you note. left. How did you get the idea, man? Well, I left a couple notes. Anything I anything I took, I, I, I wanted to be accounted for. So uh, I was in the kitchen, and I don't. It must be the um, the head of the kitchen's office. And I wrote the note um, almost immediately, getting it, getting in, getting everyone food and stuff. Uh, I didn't know how long I was going to stay there. I like I knew. I didn't know when help was coming, but I wanted to leave something. That way they know it wasn't, um, you know, like crim- criminally um, influenced or anything like that. Or I just wanted to let them know I was grateful and I, that I was uh, truly sorry for breaking their window. So um, I, I left the note for – I left that note at the, that's on the Facebook page. And then uh, there was one in the, in the janitors, which I'm assuming they found because they said uh, something about the snowblower. I left a, a note for him uh, that I'm, you know, I'm sorry, but I had to use your snowblower. It did a lot of good. Um, I took very good care of it, and uh, you know, told him I'm sorry for you know I used some of the gas also, and uh, I, I planned on uh, paying for the window and and any food that they they wanted to charge me with or anything, but uh, they obviously refused that. 
So, so some people, the the only note that has been published that I know of is the one on the Chictawaga police page. I'm going to beat all of the doom and gloomers and the negative people to the question, well, why didn't you put your phone number on the note? Um, I, I guess I could have. Uh, I was a little leery on uh, on the whole getting charged. I don't know how that works. This is, like I said, it's not something I normally... It's not a normal occurrence. I go breaking into a school. So. Understand? Look, I, I I get it totally. I, but so, what what are your thoughts? Um, you're you're just sitting around. At what point did you become aware that Chicktawaga PD had put your picture prominently from the security camera? Actually, a buddy of mine. He was the first one. A buddy of mine, Mason, sent me over on Snapchat. He sent me over a picture of me and the Chitawaga police are looking for me or who's Jay. And I read the article and it says, cause I don't have Facebook. It says uh, that they don't want to be charged. So I was like, Oh, that's, you know, that's pretty cool. I said, well, you know, if you, if you want to get, tell them about me. So my cousin actually beat them to the punch and was able to uh, get them my phone number. And I talked to the principal of the school earlier today and, um, no, just very nice people. You know, I I, I wanted to I apologize again to them for breaking a window, and they wouldn't accept my apology. They said, no, don't you apologize. You had to do what you had to do. And I'm just very grateful that everyone's pretty understanding. Oh, um, amen. There's a big difference between looting and criminal activity and what you did saving lives. I mean, you, frankly, sir, uh, there's a an award called the Carnegie Award, which is given to people who save people to whom they aren't even related. And I hope that the uh, police chief of Chictawaga recommends you for a Carnegie Award because you literally saved 24 people. There will be no charges pressed against you. You were so concerned about maybe being charged, but now that uh, you are regarded uh, as a hero by the Chictawaga Police Department and by the principal of the school in which you sought shelter. What do, what do you think of all of this? Pretty surreal, huh? It's all surreal. It's very humbling. Um, I've always been, uh, I know anyone can say this, but I've always been the person. It doesn't take much for, for me to help anyone, whether I know you or not. Um, and I've done plenty of acts. You know, my, my parents are raised me, they raised me to, you know, treat everyone um, with, with nothing but respect and, and, and to give them as much help as the, as anyone could need and just to show a lot of love to people. And uh, it's nothing strange in my life, but, man, it is cool to be recognized for it. Um, like, it's, it's just very surreal, very humbling. Jay, how old are you? I'm 27 years old. Wow. Where do you live? What, what town? Kenmore. In Kenmore. Jay, um, I, I really don't have the words except to say on behalf of everybody listening who would love to talk to you, thank you for doing everything you did to save 24 souls. Thank you for your humility. Thank you for your sacrifice. And I hope that the people at the Carnegie Award uh, Commission or Foundation find out what you did during Buffalo's blizzard of 22, because sometimes people receive that award for saving one or two lives. You saved 24, and you put yourself in mortal danger. It has been, Jay, an honor talking with you. Is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you'd like to communicate while you've got the radio audience? Well, I want to say thank you. It's it's, it's really, uh, like I said, it just adds to the humbling um, to get noticed. There's uh, just... 
just be kind to anyone you can be. You know, there's more more comes out of being kind than than being sour. So uh, if you have the chance to help anyone, just it doesn't take much time out of your day, and and it, you'll feel so good about yourself. Um, there there was there's more people. You know, it, it goes beyond the school. Um, so I didn't add this to the story. I don't know how pressed for time we are, but um, there was a lady, Bree. Like I said, she lived close. Um, even she was able to get home to her kids um, on Saturday, and she came back Sunday while we were unburying cars. And and she brought. She went to the only store that was open. She walked all the way. She came back with an armful of subs for us to eat. Uh, so you know, it, it just just little things like that. It just makes the world a difference, you know, and. Um, so I didn't want her, you know, she suffered with us, so she shouldn't have to go through any hard times either. So I took the snowblower down to her house as well and snowblowed her driveway out. And on the way, there was just a couple of people, that, a beautiful spirit woman named Dawn Floyd. She, um, there was just something about her. I knew I had to help her also. Her generator was, was bad and she had no no help so i ended up helping her also and there was a couple other people on the block it just it just takes nothing for you to just be nice and just to help as, as many you know as much as you can and what street was this on that was on um uh i don't exactly remember at this moment what, what the street was but it was um it was not too far from the school like i said it was uh from pine ridge school right it was pretty close Jay, um, it, it, what, what an amazing story, and um, you know, I like I say, I'm I'm honored to speak with you. You have a wisdom that far exceeds your years on this planet, and uh, just God bless you, and thank you for doing what you did. And the response that I'm getting to you is incredible. You are really one of the heroes of the blizzard of 22, and I look forward to seeing you uh, properly recognized for everything you did, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate it more than you'll ever understand. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you. Jay Withy on News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, that goes down as one of the greatest calls ever, along with the heart attack survivor a few weeks ago. That is one of the greatest calls ever ever. Jay Withy on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.